Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello everybody, it's episode 16 of Husband and Wife, Sentenced to Life. How still? With me, Simon, with Laura. Hello. You alright? Mm-hmm. We're a bit rushed today. We didn't think we were going to get one out midweek, and I'm going to struggle this weekend because we're going on a staycation. I yes. hate that word so much because it doesn't mean what it says. Does it not? No, because a staycation is staying at home and having a... Uh, so going to a hotel, even if it's in your town, is a vacation still. Right. So just, people have adopted staycation, and I hate it anyway. Well, it's funny because when you go away... In the UK to, say, a nice cottage somewhere, you don't actually say staycation then, do you? Or like, no, I, I never it's did. a bloody Americanism or something. I, I can't stand it. And it's something? overused out here in Dubai, isn't it? Yeah, us bloody expats. Yeah, well, it's not our fault, I don't think. I think it's the whole <laughs> marketing world, which I'm a part of. Anyway, um, we're a bit rushed today because it's the day after the day after our daughter's birthday, Betsy Pearl. She had a ninth birthday, which was wonderful. Yeah. She's had a birthday weekend, but one of her presents that she really wanted was to go for a romantic meal. Can I call him boyfriend? Yeah. With her boyfriend, Jacob Yacobo. Yacobo. He's Spanish. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. And he is delightful. Oh, I love him. I yeah. wish the others could bring home somebody like that. <laughs> I wish you could bring home somebody like that. Anyway. He looks gorgeous today. He's, he's got his hair done. He's got his shirt on. Bo- is he excited? You spoke to his mom. Yeah. And there's, I've been told there's a box. That's oh, really? There's a box that they want to, uh, that he has. For if her. he gets down on one knee in the restaurant, <laughs> I'll kick his teeth in. She's only nine. And he is as well. So that's fair enough. So anyway, we're taking him out and the table's actually booked for in under half an hour. So we're not going to get there no. on time, are we? Because you're definitely not ready looking at you. <gasps> Thank um, you. 
<laughs> so we're going to rattle through some stuff because we wanted to still get an episode out at some point. I'm going to kick you off. Yeah. Because we're going out on a date because me and you are going to have another table. So it's kind of a date for us, right? Right. An elegance coach, this is in the news today, an elegance coach has said 10 items you should never wear on a date because I know you're about to get ready. Uh, okay. okay, yeah. First thing you should never do is have too much cleavage. Oh. Have you got any clothes that don't show off too much cleavage? Oh, come on. Can you put your ski jacket on from when we went to Finland? No, it's because... Got I, good cleavage. No, no, it's not that. It's that I, I like wearing vest tops. I'm, I'm a yeah. vest top wearer. And, Fine. And I can't help... Listen, sister, I can't, whatever you wear. I don't wear, like, um, padded bras or anything. Thank God. No, I don't, but, you know, like, I can't help what pops out. Well, that doesn't happen a lot, and it shouldn't. But anyway, too much cleavage means you're not going to get lucky tonight. Okay. Clothes with too much personality. You do wear clothes with personality. Yeah. I'll be slipping on a Hawaiian shirt tonight. I feel like I don't dress like other people, so I... You don't. So I, yeah, I do stand out a little bit with my clothes, and I don't know if that's a good thing. But. I heard a great thing earlier. You know, B-52's the band who did Love Shack and everything? Yeah. They came out in 1979, and they are they were described as having a thrift shop aesthetic. <laughs> so you should have that about you. I've got a thrift shop aesthetic. Is that right? Is that, is that what yeah. you call it? You've ticked both of them, cleavage and personality clothes. Not doing very well. Bags from affordable brands. So you shouldn't take a bag out that's affordable. I don't have any designer bags at all. Apparently the reason you shouldn't do that is because then your date will look at you and he will never buy you a designer bag. He'll be I'm like, right. she likes cheap. Yeah, well, I do. I do. I'm, I'm, I've, I'm not very good with handbags and shoes. I, yeah, I don't have any designer ones. The other thing you shouldn't wear is vulgar platform stilettos. I am with that. I don't. RuPaul shoes. I do not like platforms. I have... I'm against wedges. I really hate wedges. Yeah, I know. What you mean. Well, I'm talking about them stilettos, really thin, with, and then they've got a platform the thick, on the front. The thick, yeah, I don't like them, and I don't Love like Love Island shoes, I'm guessing. Yeah, anything that makes the, the front bit big, like wedges and, and those platforms, I don't like. Short dresses seem desperate. Um, I don't. I'm, I don't go. You used to wear a lot of short dresses. I did. I did. When you were desperate. Well, no, just more confident. I think. Oh, you're I, less confident now, are uh, you? Yeah, in, in my body, I am. Yeah. You're not supposed to wear expensive clothing and jewelry because it'll make you look like a diva. I think when I do, I have quite subtle. Yeah. Mine are quite subtle. You have to notice that you're wearing something expensive, right? Yeah, mine are mm. like friendship bands, but almost. expensive ones. Yeah. Baggy clothes will fail to impress. I've got. Very baggy. Very baggy. Look right at the now. room in that. <laughs> it's a fart trap. No, but also you could fit two people inside. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> Heavy eye makeup will scare him off. I currently have no makeup. I like you with a bit of uh, eye makeup on when you do it, though. Oh, do you? I don't mind it. I don't. I don't. Like Cruella de Vil eyes. I can't do it. I, well, I literally, mascara is about as far as I yeah. go. So. <laughs> Otherwise, you start looking like Alice Cooper. Um, shoulder pads make you look masculine. I have one jacket that has shoulder pads. And finally, fake tan will wreck his sheets. I don't think I've ever worn fake tan. Now, speaking as a man and knowing what men are like, I don't think there are many men who are thinking, oh, she's got fake tan on. So if she said she'd come back to mine for the night tonight, I'm not going to take her because she'll spoil my sheets. Yeah, but... I'm saying if you're having a night like that and the sheets aren't spoiled the next morning, you're doing something wrong. I know, but I think it would annoy you. Oh, I would. I'm not a big fake tan, and I don't like that smell. Ugh. Yeah, fake tan. Well, smell. I don't like it when someone gives you a hug or a kiss that wears um, foundation and face makeup. Too much. No, it comes no, off on your it, face. Like I turn around and it's on my shirt, and I'm like, whoa! I'm, I'm not even got makeup on. Your shoulder looks like the Turing shroud. What I get about that is looking through it. 
It's saying, don't wear anything too slutty, but don't wear anything too baggy, but don't wear anything too tight, but don't wear anything too loose. It's not really giving us anything. It was in the Daily Mail, so it's bull****. Okay. Something else I saw in the papers today. Ready for more science? Yeah. Scientists say we should be wearing sunglasses whenever we're outside because they found that your eyeballs get burnt by the sun. So your eyes get burnt like your skin gets burnt. I don't wear sunglasses enough. And we obviously live in a really hot, sunny country. And I think, God, I never wear sunglasses. I'm probably damaging my eyes. I have started wearing them after the COVID jabs. I got a bit more light sensitive on my eyes. So I've started wearing them when I'm driving and things like that. But even where you're supposed to be wearing sunglasses, I feel super conscious. Like the sunglass is a bit of a pretentious thing, isn't it? But again, loads of people wear them out here, don't they? So, well, I had an idea out here years ago when I first got it, and I couldn't do it. I got we still got them out with the big comedy sunglasses, yeah. and what I wanted to do is go and stand behind people who wear indoor sunglasses because indoor sunglasses that really annoys you, doesn't it? It's one of the biggest signs of towsery <sighs> you can get. I wanted to stand behind people, like go to the mall with you, yeah. and you take photos as though you're a tourist, but what you're actually doing is taking a photograph of people in their big Dior stupid yeah, yeah, glasses, yeah. and there's me behind them with the massive <laughs> sunglasses on. I remember this. I thought that would be a great Instagram or Facebook yeah. gallery. Then I realised that here I'd get thrown in prison. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't yes. do it, but just know that the idea was there. Still could do it one day. My issue is I often think in the playground I'd want to stick them on so that people don't talk to me, but... Then I get really sweaty on my face. That's, yeah, that's sunglasses sweat. Yeah. But what is a good thing is the sunglasses are the mask for the eyes. So what you're talking about is what I love about wearing a mask at the moment is no one can tell if you're smiling yeah. or upset or what. Sunglasses do that for your eyes. Yes. It gives nothing away. Yeah. So I think that's fantastic. Anyway, that was your science. Okay. It's made me kind because we the, the science was that you should be wearing sunglasses in England. I think it's something like from May to October. The sun in England. <laughs> I mean, here. Yeah. Year round. Yeah, we should be. We should be. So, a bit of science for you. Okay. You got anything? Well, I was going to talk about our trip to the doctors yesterday. Yeah, we had a busy day, didn't we? Oh, yes! <laughs> I think we shouldn't say the hospital we went to or anything like that. Do you want to talk about what we were there for? Well, it was a, a day of doctors and hospitals, almost like a post-COVID, like long COVID checkup for me. Yeah. Because I've continued to have quite a lot of symptoms and headaches. So that's why I was there. And they, they sent me off to all different, like a neurologist. and Somebody who did your chest. Yeah. Not, not enhancement. <laughs> Breathing. Yeah. You had blood test galore. You had the blood, co- blood clot blood test. Yeah. Which came out all right, actually. Yeah. Which was a big worry for me. Yeah. But a fun bit of the day was when we were with the neurologist. The final doctor of the day. She was brilliant. She, we walked in and she had a legs up. Before, well, <laughs> again, <laughs> you've been watching too many films. I walked in before you because you'd left your bag in the thing. Yeah. And I walked in and she'd got her feet tucked under her on the chair. Yeah. A really loose way got, to I've sit. I've got one up now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, God, Laura, <laughs> drop it with the double arms on us. I need the bell. And I walked in and I thought, hello, hello. What's going on with this cheeky little one yeah, here? She, she, she was tiny. You're tiny. but She was she doing was, casual, wasn't she? She was a head lower than you, yeah. wasn't she? She was funny. The way she was asking you what was up and stuff like that, she kept going, you're skinny. Oh, you're too skinny. She, she was obsessed with my weight. She was like, what, yeah. what's your BMI? And I was like, I don't know. What, what made me laugh, every time she spoke to you, 
<laughs> as you were giving an answer, she's drumming her nails on the desk oh, like that, she, really loud. Oh my and I'm God. thinking, you're a neurologist. People in here have got head problems. Stop drilling your nails on the desk. She had, yeah, she did have a habit, didn't she? Of, and yeah. Of so doing that. that was quite annoying. She's sending you for an MRI. Yeah. Which you've not had yet. Yeah. Fingers crossed it'll all be all right. Then she said, come up and see me straight after you've had it done. And then she came out with the same. <laughs> she was talking about vitamin B12 and she said if you take vitamin B12 a day it keeps a doctor away and then and then she went oh that's not the saying is it she, no. goes, she goes this is the saying an apple a day keeps a doctor away which which everybody knows yeah. worldwide and as soon as she said it I was just about like yeah, yeah yeah but then she had another bit which was so an apple a day can keep the doctor away yeah but if the doctor's cute forget the fruit yes so basically the meaning of that saying is if you want to get off with the doctor yeah, don't might, have an apple. Yeah. Because if you don't have an apple, you'll be poorly yeah. and then you get to see the cute doctor again. But I've never, ever heard that. Well, it's not a thing. I'm sure that's not a thing. And I'm pretty sure in some circumstances that was crossing a patient-doctor well, line. Well, was she saying that she was cute? Do you think she was hinting? Like, I don't know. And she had, a, again, she had a mask on, so you couldn't really tell. I mean, very. <laughs> she was very cute in her behaviour. Cute as she was sitting in the chair... Cute demeanour, cute attitude, we never saw behind the mask. So as a person, if I'm there with my eyes closed, well, I suppose you'd have to see her. She ticked all the cute boxes, oh, right? Right, yeah. No, she, yeah, you know, you were there as well. Yeah. If she's cute behind the mask, she's got the full package. She's crazy. Yeah, doctor as well, so. Yeah, which is great because it's funny. I mean, most doctors, it's quite a serious room to be in. <laughs> that was quite a funny room to be in. Yeah, no. Do you want a funny neurologist? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah well watch this space i hope you're all right because this would be a really boring podcast if it were me just talking to an empty chair <laughs> shall we move on to our humps and our whinges because time is against okay. us wife's whinge what have you got for me well recently you've become a bit lazy with your clothes build up in our dressing room area We've got a little <gasps> side. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. Right. I wear comfies yeah. at night. Yeah. So you're talking about we've got a little shelf in there. Yeah. Which we've talked about before on a podcast, I think. What I do is I put my day clothes on there, yeah. which I'm going to wear the next day. Yeah. And then when we go to bed at night, I transfer that to the b- bathroom so I can have a shower in the morning and put them on. Yeah. And then I will wear a pair of jogger shorts yeah. or something yeah. like that. And then... When I get changed in the morning, I'll put the jogger shorts. If there's another wear in them, I'll put them back on that shelf. Right, and I don't I don't mind just the one pair of jogger shorts on there. But recently, it's built up. So there's an Adidas coat, a jacket. Oh. There's, there's another... Do you know why that's on there? Because I was going to wear it this morning and I forgot to take it. There's another pair of your work shorts on there. Work shorts. Yeah. I work in shorts, guys. I'm one of the dancers from the <laughs> village people. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just, just a little whinge, but, you know... It's all right. Just... Uh, there are times I go in there and that is piled high with your clothes. No, it is when... I'll take it. It's not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I can take it. Are you, are you finished? Well... Is it, what do you want me to say I mean, other than... I mean, I do put your washing away anyway. You do. But in my defence, I do put it all in the washing basket. <laughs> so... Congratulations. Gotta have a job each. <laughs> Husband's hump. Well, mine is a recent one. It's just happened today. Um, full disclosure, I've... Do you hear that noise then? <laughs> I came home from work and you have died 
our eldest daughter's hair red. So she's got red hair now. I said she looked like a um, sad emo girl. Yeah. Went down well. And I came upstairs to see you. Got to be honest, you were stood in the shade at the time. So I'm like, oh, have you done your hair as well? Thinking, keep it positive. Oh, my God. You were worse than the teenager. You rounded on me. Yeah, I've done this, I've done this. Everything's gone wrong and this has gone wrong. And I don't know why I even bothered to have actual ways today, right? Yeah. And the, can I say what the big one is that you've done? You've been mad at me for saying it on the podcast. <laughs> no, right. So. Can I say? You go on. Am I all right to say it? Yeah, you're talking about my forehead. <laughs> yeah. So you've cut your own fringe. Yeah. Right? Now, which I, which I've, I've never, done on many occasions. Yeah. The lady who normally does your fringe is not at work. Or you'd have gone and got it done at a professional's, yeah. right? But you think you're confident enough to do it. You've done it in the past. Yeah. You were going mental and you were taking it out on me <laughs> in a big way. <laughs> And you turned into like the Gruffalo. You were a monster about your fringe. And I'm looking at your fringe as I'm looking at it now going, looks absolutely no different to it did before. I mean, there must be a difference because you've cut it. It is minuscule. I can't tell. Now, I'm a guy. We don't notice things sometimes. But I'm sat two feet away from you now. Doesn't look any different. I said upstairs. And I know that's the man thing to do. It looks fine, darling. But I didn't. I was honest about it. It doesn't look any different. Right. The actual fringe cut, the bit that people normally get wrong with cutting their own fringe, yeah. like that bit's fine. The levelness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bit's fine. And I did, you have to cut it at seven o'clock or whatever. And so you, you don't cut it too straight, if that makes sense. Yeah. Got all that right. And I, like I say, I've done it. You've definitely not cut it too straight. Well done. Buff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done that bit loads of times. And I don't know why I've managed to, the top layer... I've managed to cut halfway up my fringe. So basically you've got the length, you've got the full fringe, which you've trimmed, but then somehow when you've grabbed the hair, the top layer of hair you've cut as well. So it's like you've got a step in your hair, but I swear to God, (laughs) you can't see it. Oh, I can't. You pointed it out to me and when you pull the fluffy bits out, you can see. You know what it looks like? It looks like I've been outside in the heat. It looks like it's gone really fluffy. It doesn't. It does. I'm just saying it. Because well, I am really angry. As we're sat here doing this podcast, I'm really angry. You're angry it. now, but you're not anywhere near as angry as you were about an hour ago. I came home from work. I've had the longest work day I've had in years, <laughs> meeting after meeting. And I come home thinking, oh, I can't wait to see Laura. She's going to cheer me right up. We're going out on a date tonight. And you were nasty pasty. Nasty pasty. Yeah, but saying, oh, yeah, oh, have you done your hair when, when you've got it wrong? And I know you didn't. Oh, you my didn't, God. You didn't know that. You didn't know that. But it's like saying to a girl, Oh, is it time of the month? It's, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. When you know it's when time you of the know month. that a woman's been to do her hair, right, or had her hair done, or been anywhere near a salon or whatever they're called. Yeah. If you don't come home and say them things, you're a dead man. So I know you've been at the dye jobs today and stuff like that. And I've come home. I didn't know you'd cut your fringe, or I've said I've made a joke with Honey about her hair. Fair enough. Does actually look all right. Come upstairs. Yours doesn't look any different at all. Any different. So I'm like, oh, have you done yours? I'm all positive about it. God, what a nightmare you were. It's great to hear that you're still mad about it. I'm really looking forward to going out for some food with you. <laughs> so, yeah, that were it, really. And I know you'll get over it, but at the minute you're not over it, are you? No. Okay. Gumpy. Let's move on. <laughs> Would you rather? I'm going to do this one on a thing that I do on the radio tomorrow, but I'm going to ask you about it first. Okay. Would you rather... Scrape burnt toast or throw it away? Oh, oh, sorry. I mean, which do you do? Well, I've done both. It depends how low you are on your bread, really. So if you're not low on your bread, you're all uh, laissez-faire about it, chucking it away. Yeah. I mean, 
don't burn it very often because the, these no. days with toasters, it's... Don't say that because toaster technology <laughs> has not changed. Toasters are still <laughs> They're absolutely <laughs> They're shit. They're terrible. We are now putting the number... Three numbers higher than we put it when we first got it. When we first got it, it was on about two and a half minutes. It did your toast perfect. Now we're putting it in for seven minutes. Well, there's this whole question, isn't there, about the toaster, whether it's minutes, minutes or, the or, or the heat. something. Yeah, right. I've never thought it was the heat. I just thought, I've always thought it was length of time, but never knew well, it was minutes. I've always minutes. thought it was the heat. I thought it was like how many bars or whatever, if it got hot, a bit like the oven does, yeah? Yeah. That's what I've always thought it was. And then I think somebody on the internet proved that it was minutes. Well, it's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. But if you put the toast in, say, and it's on number three, for instance, then you put another piece of toast in the same slot, it cooks more. Yeah, because the element's hot. Exactly. So then the toaster doesn't work. Did we answer the question? Uh, um, if, I've got, if I've got enough bread in, I'll chuck it out. Total waste. A good sc- I know. A mum scraping toast and a mum scraping dog muck off your shoe. <laughs> Two classics. Well, I think the mum scraping toast is a proper, and the dog poo is a proper 1970s I don't thing. think I've ever done the, especially with the with the butter knife. It's not an indoor job. I, now in my life, I'd just throw away the shoe. You're about throwing away a slice of bread and I'm calling you a, yeah. a, a wastrel. I would throw away the shoes and buy new shoes if I stood in dog You've totally days. got the uh, royal family scene in your head, haven't you? I have. If anybody's not thinking about royal family there, you've not seen it. readers wives and husbands you never know what's coming here we've only been doing it a month all right it's my turn this week last weekend there was a big billboard the picture was of a woman holding pictures of beer under her chest this can't be from here no the out from somewhere else yeah yeah, it's it's from something in a different country the corset was a low-cut one and her boobs were propped up and she's covering it with the two drinks yeah with the two pictures i get it so obviously she's in it for the sale the, the moan is, my husband has a history of checking out people's cleavage. Right. He's openly done it in front of me, thinking that I wouldn't notice. He's done it to friends, he's even done it to my sister, and he's obviously done it to strangers. I've seen him do it many times, and he'll try to play it off as being zoned out, or that he liked her outfit, or whatever. And she says, it's all rubbish. Okay. He says, it's normal for guys to notice other women, and she doesn't believe he'd ever cheat, but she doesn't think it's right that she he's ogling someone else whilst they're in a relationship. What do you think? Is this a letter or have you written it? No, no it's a genuine letter. <laughs> no, I'm on a And joking. it's not from Dubai. Okay. I have got morals on this. Go on. Right. But my morals are different. I don't worry about you doing it. I don't know if you do or you don't. I don't care. I try not to worry about it too much. I see a lot of men looking at you. When I was younger, it would have drove me crazy. Now... Got the hot wife, don't care. Right. But go on. you say you've got a good ogle radar. Yeah, let me tell you, from a point of view of somebody who, like you said, I often my cleavage... Gets shows. noticed. But I'm guessing you're not dressing like that to get looked at. No, or are you? No, I'm not. I'm not. Like I said, I you know, I'm not wearing push-up bras. It's, I just, you know... Nature. Yeah. So I notice those guys. Those guys that think we can't see them doing the sly... Yeah. I, I bet you can. Oh, it's so annoying. You're talking to them and they're literally, they keep they keep looking downwards. Off air now, I could tell you which guys do it. There's quite a few that do it and it is annoying. Right. But yeah, I don't know then if their wives, girlfriends see. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I don't know. It's, do I? Do you, you think if it happens, wives ever go away going, we're not going out with them again? 
Maybe, maybe. But if I saw you looking at a billboard, like quite obviously, or... I do. If there's an iPhone on the billboard, if it's a burger, I do love a good burger on <laughs> yeah, a billboard. Yeah, but if I saw you Pizza. looking at somebody's chest or... Yeah. okay. Or even if it was friends or strangers, I think I'd be annoyed. I would be annoyed. Yeah. I don't think it's acceptable in a relationship. He's defending it. He's laughing it off. He's saying it's just nature. So he's not saying he's going to stop. Yeah, no, no. He's saying it's just what blokes do. But you're saying you don't do that. I don't know. If, I've not noticed. Hold on. We've been together 10 years. You would have seen me do it once or twice. At me or other people? Other people. I've not seen you do it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, oh, I thought you were blaming me for no, it. No, no, I'm saying he's saying that's what blokes do, but I'm saying I've not noticed you do it. I know a lot of blokes do, though. Like, we've been with people, and I've seen guys do it to you. And as I said, when I was younger, I'd have probably stuck one on them. And now it's just like, I feel this immense disappointment. You know, oh, come on. Come on, mate. You know, like, I've got that feeling in me. And you can't say anything, can you? It's a upset the apple cart. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I once heard a guy say... Girl had obviously really propped her yeah. boobies out. And he's like, oh, if I went, walked around with my danglies out, you know, is that acceptable? Like, so... Totally different. You think? Yeah. I think it's to- that's a totally different thing altogether. Well, I guess guys go around without their shirts on, don't they? And, and it's not something yeah. like, yeah, I couldn't be bothered. Like, I'm not... I find that off-putting, actually, when I see guys walking around without shirts on. Unless it's the England match and they're in the crowd Yay. and we've just scored and the big fat blokes going nuts, whipping <laughs> the shirts around in the air. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I just don't think you're going to change people like that. I think if it's in you, it's in you, isn't it? Yes, it is. But let me tell you, guys, we can see you doing it. <sighs> Recommendations. We've watched a couple of films, been to the cinema this week. We watched Peter Rabbit 2. Yeah. Didn't quite hold me as attention as much as the first one, but it's all right if it's something to do with the kids. It's okay. We watched Boss Baby 2, Family Business. I was, I just weren't bothered. But, but the kids seem to love it. Yeah, yeah, both of them are okay. They're okay. Okay. Peter Rabbit 1 was better than Peter Rabbit 2, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Boss Baby 1 was better than Boss Baby 2. But Boss Baby, I think, is one of them that It's a weaker one. Oh, no, I do you not think? I think it's weaker. Oh, no, I just think Boss Baby is one of the... It's like Minions, you know, where yeah. oh, if yeah, you love yeah. it, you're going to love it. Yeah. It's had its moments. Like, the, right at the beginning, it was about family stuff, and we <laughs> got a bit emotional. Yeah. But there you are. Uh, not much in the way of recommendations. Compliments. I've got one. Go on, then. Well, it's just to say thank you for yesterday because I know you weren't expecting to come to all the appointments with me, but... Yeah, and literally it was a home turnaround and back yeah. out. And the day before, home turnaround and back out again. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about this today, about how where you start in the day and how you get on in the day. He was saying he starts at a five and can sometimes go up, like yeah, yeah, mood-wise, yeah. can go up to like an eight or, or can go down... And I said, oh, no, I start at 10 every day. I mean, you've seen me. Yeah. If I have two hours sleep, if I have seven hours sleep, I start. I get out of bed, I'm at a 10, I'm in a great mood. And the day just chips away at me as the day goes on. And normally by the time I get home, which is about two, half past two every day, I'm done. Like I've started at a 10, I've got zip, there's nothing left in the tank. Yeah. And for the last few days, because it was on Betsy's birthday, I had to rush out and do something as soon as I got home. Yesterday's the same. I know we, we've said it previously but we have had pretty much two months of non-stop and like crazy 
Some, this is real life, isn't it, though? But it's. I saw it's somebody saying he's like, oh, you look like you've lost weight, and which is like a bit like the doctor. Everybody said, nobody no, says that to me. But I said, and I said, the funny thing is, the Euros, I have been eating rubbish and having a few drinks. But I think it's just that thing of constantly we're having to do stuff and the stress. And it's just like we, we haven't stopped. Like school finishes tomorrow. Yeah. I can't wait. But then like next week we've got. Oh, don't, don't tell me about next week because I don't know about it and I don't want to know about it. We're back in hospital with Leo. So it's, oh, that's what I mean. It just that. doesn't stop. Look, we are away this weekend, but I want to try and get a podcast out for the weekend. So we will try. Okay. I'm going to tease something that I want to talk about. Sitting down to we. Okay. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Yeah, bye. Sorry, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, it's one to think about. The end. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.